We're live. Painkiller nearly episode 91. Yeah. What movie were you watching, Kyle? So I watched two movies yesterday. I watched uh, (laughs) Captain America, uh, the the newest one. Oh, at uh, the theater. Yeah, yeah. I went went and watched it in IMAX. The Uh, kids are all saying it's lit. It's lit, eh? (laughs) Wow. Is that what the fellow kids are saying? <laughs> <laughs> like a Steve Buscemi meme. meme. Um, yeah, I, uh, I I liked it a lot. So there's a lot of characters in this movie. It's uh, it's starting to the, these movies are starting to really resemble the uh, the the Avengers animated series, which I think is still on Netflix. If you want to check that out, it's a really good cartoon. If you're into like you know '90s style cart animation, like the way it's supposed to fucking look like, if you ask me. <laughs> um, and uh, it tells a lot of these stories that we're watching now in the Captain America um, Civil War movie. I liked it a lot. There are so many characters, and they handled it very, very well. Hmm. Everyone gets their due, and there aren't any like situations where you're like, oh, I see. They keep Black Widow out on the edges so that fucking, uh, you know, Black Panther doesn't just rip her to shreds. It, but it's not like that. It, it's... It's uh, the fights are all coordinated in ways. It seems like they all go in with a with tactics and stuff that put that preclude them just getting incinerated by the the overpowered superheroes. I I, I feel like the Marvel movies do that pretty well. You really know, well. like the the first Avengers is a good example. You're like, dude, the, you know, Black Widow and um, Hawkeye are clearly underpowered superheroes compared to the others. Wow. Even Captain America feels a little underpowered when you've got the Hulk around, right? But mm-hmm. without Captain America's leadership skills, which Taylor praises so... I'm not going to revisit this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <that's> <laughs> right? <laughs> then they, they, he made them all more effective. And, you know, Black Widow and, and even Hawkeye. You know, his name's Hawkeye, right? Am I messing it up? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's Hawkeye. Yeah, it, you know, oh, it, no, no, it's Hawk Guy. No, that's not. Shut up. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh god. We should, oh god damn it. God damn it. What an opportunity squandered. Oh. So I wouldn't have like for that one anyway. Being like, god, I'm a They're huge fan Hawk of Hawkeye. Hawkeye. This whole time. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, anyway, yeah, you know, him being the spotter and then, you know, taking out the guys and doing this yeah. thing. Like, they, they really work together as a team. And, and I, I liked that. You can go and pick it apart, of course, but. Uh, but by and large, they made good use of everybody's superpowers. Well, I, I really like this movie. Um, I went into it with really high expectations too. I saw that mm. the uh, you know the uh, the critic score on on Rotten Tomatoes, the critics are saying ninety percent, the fans are saying ninety two percent. Really on the other end of the spectrum when you compare that with uh, Bla- Bat- Batman versus Superman, which was like twenty percent, twenty six percent, somewhere in there, completely panned by critics. This one is loved by everyone who's seeing it because it's fun. It's fun and it's funny. And it's serious at the same time. It deals with uh, terrorism and issues of, um, you know, um, of uh, overgrown governments and individual rights. Like, these are the major tones of the movie. And yet, at the same time, it, it, there are characters who die before our eyes. We have victims' families coming forward saying, you know, you did this to my son. This was my son. This is what he was going to be, and you took that from me. It's really heavy stuff. But then at the same time, you've got uh, all those characters that Marvel now has their fingers on or in... Uh, like Spider-Man out there, I thought I wasn't looking forward to Spider-Man. I was like, oh, Thunder they've, pay, they've paid off uh, Sony, uh, you know, and they've got Spider-Man in here. And I don't even know who plays Spider-Man anymore, so I wasn't looking forward to it at all. And uh, I saw the the screen capture of Spider-Man holding uh, Captain America's shield, and I was like, that's stupid. <laughs> I love Spider-Man. Spider-Man <laughs> was so fucking good. Spider-Man plays like a 16-year-old kid. Like, don't ruin really... it too much, but I'm just scared because oh, no, I can't I, wait I, to I, see it. Spider-Man is um, 
is very young, and he's a lot of fun, and he's funny. Um, and the other thing I liked about the movie is how, like, these guys are, like, world-famous superheroes, you know, but mm -hmm. some of them are kind of meeting each other for the first time, and how they handle that interaction is funny and realistic. They're like, you're the guy that does that, right? Oh, that's so fucking cool. Yeah, you do the thing. Show me. <laughs> you know, they're... It's it, it's funny. I, I like the movie a lot, um, and I'm looking forward to whatever comes next after this. Marvel does good stuff. Um, Dude, I, when they put their A team on a on a movie, I agree with everything you said. Even though I haven't seen that movie yet, you know the, the parts that I know about. I will say I like Batman Superman more than everyone else seemed to. Me too. Yeah. It's I think I think you and I both appreciate Zack Snyder's like dark dystopian futures and like even the the filter that it's like shot through is like mm. these dark greens and stuff like that kind of like the matrix was. <clears throat> and it there aren't any sunny days, you know. There there aren't any mm. oh, it's so bright and colorful like like he's all the colors dialed down. It feels like it looks and it looks like it feels and I'm I'm okay with that. I like going into that dark grittiness and, and you know um Shit, I had it. I'm so sorry I interrupted you. But uh, I really like stuff oh. where they like juxtapose. Like I, I like I don't like uh like I really like the Batman movies with the Joker. Like Christopher Nolan, I think the most recent ones are. Those three, right? That yeah, the of second Batman one movies. is the one with the Yeah, the it's Joker. like like you said, it's super dour and dark all the time and it's kind of trying to be scary, like or not even not scary, like intense, you know, to fit the atmosphere. I like movies and they don't really do this in superhero movies where there's something like so intense or so fucked up going on, and it's like a bright sunny day, or like in the uh, um, Clockwork Orange when they're playing Singing in the Rain as he's paralyzing that guy and raping his wife. It's just like that really makes me in movies be like, oh, this is or so like, fucked up. Like this is how it would happen. It doesn't really pour down rain as soon as someone's like, where's the Joker? Like, <laughs> that could have happened on a Tuesday when it was wonderful. Out. People could have been walking by like, man, what a my favorite oh, example. And they're gonna start shit on a wonderful afternoon. My favorite yeah. example of what you're talking about is Reservoir Dogs. When he's got the cop tied up the chair, he's been cutting him up, and he says, just stay right there. And he's like, and, you know, the song still plays, stuck in the middle. And he's like, he walks <laughs> outside, and we leave the music behind, and it's just a fucking alley with a house over there. And you hear birds chirping and cars driving and little, little bicycle uh, bells going. And he's just like, he, then, and you're like, oh, this is kind of a breath of air for the audience. You're like. But you're still so concerned with what he mm -hmm. could possibly be doing in the trunk of his car. And then you, it's the worst thing you could even imagine. It's, it's the worst thing you could imagine. It's a can yeah. of gasoline. And he's just like still all chipper and singing. And he you don't want to leave. the beat of the song that he like, But you don't want to leave that, that, that silence. Like, like you dread the music. And as it gets louder and louder, you know that's bringing you closer to the torture and the torment. It's, 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 uh, Dude, it's great. Tarantino. That was the best example you could have brought up for something like that. Because like it... Like to supplement what you said, for me it makes me think like when he walks out and you hear like the cha-ching, cha-ching and like kids riding their bike it's like everyone around is just looking at a guy in the suit go to the trunk of his car like that's just a dude you've seen people go to a guy in a suit go to the trunk of his car a thousand times and you've never thought about it and that guy on just a normal day went to his car and then just walked right back in like you expect the whole movie that when they go out there it's going to be like we got to be careful. Like, we got to dip and dive, dive and dodge and make sure we don't get fucking seen by these cops. But he just strolls out, doesn't give a shit, walks right back into that horrible music and cuts that guy's ear off. So the Psychopath. question is... And that's great music. Can Steve. Affleck, like, do it? So he's taking over the next Batman movie, but I heard he was oh. taking over the next, like, Justice League movie, Executive too. Executive producer. Yeah. He is steering and the ship for DC. DC mm -hmm. has lashed their entire chariot 
to the horse that is Ben Affleck. He is steering this thing. He is guiding it. He's pulling it with everything he has. He is. He was disappointed and embarrassed by this last movie and, and how the critics looked at it because he didn't have as much uh, input on the project as he wanted. He's making the next Batman and he's in charge I, of Justice League. Two things. One, I look forward to the movies. Two, I wish I was there for his pitch, right? I wish that I saw him sit down with some executives and say, look, these are what I said. This is what I said would happen. This is how it actually happened. This is how it would play out if I was in charge. Time to hand, throw me the ball, coach. You know, yeah, court QB, whoever throws you balls <laughs> in this scenario, catcher, coach. Is the coach throwing balls here? I don't touch the ball. Pass, you know that's bad pass the puck. He's from Boston, right? Pass the puck. So, um, but yeah, I, I just I wish that I. I'm interested in these like super negotiations where he just took over what might be half a billion dollars in budget and they're like, all right, we need a guy, you know, and, and like Nola doesn't seem to want to do it and Abrams is out. So Affleck it is. And you're just like, whoa, really? You gave it to Affleck? Now I'm not saying he's bad, right? He's right at an age where most people are the very best at their jobs, right? You know, he's kind of like in his mid 40s. How old is he? He's in mid 40s, I think. Yeah. You know, I like call a, him forty. You would call him that. forty flat. Let's look it up real quick. Yeah. See, I I, uh, I watched Argo and I really liked that movie, 43. and I think he directed that movie. And, and, but I don't like him as an actor. Too. I I like I, him as an actor. Did you see the town when he plays? Yeah. You know, I liked he him. He was in my that. least favorite but part on the of negotiation that movie. thing. I was getting to. You guys took change the topic on me while I looked up his age. We're coming back. The the. He, Affleck is a reasonable choice, but I really, really, really wish I saw him do it like so so here's the thing i know about this is the dot-com days these guys made a startup and they were like my friends friends like i didn't know them and uh they were negotiating with yahoo who wanted to buy out their startup whatever they did they, they thought it was worth a lot and um they came in there and they had some sort of like verbal agreement that they were going to buy the company for 25 million and uh they came in and they tried to like shorten it. They tried to like, all right, I know we said 25 million before, but you know, based on how we look, take a look at it, we think it should be 20 million. And the two guys, they were partners. That <laughs> they were just they're like well, as soon as they heard 20 million, and they're sitting at this like uh, like a round conference table with a, a hole in the middle, like a, they're sitting around a giant donut. They just turned their chairs around and they sat like this. And the, 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 the Yahoo people kept talking like they didn't know quite how to handle this fucking maneuver that they're doing. And they're like, they're like passing out little like folders and stuff. Meanwhile, these guys aren't facing the table. And, uh, you know, the, they're like, you know, like they, they, they had to literally like get them back to the negotiating table. And they ended up going for like 35 million instead of 25. And wow. I'm just like, like that maneuver worked like that's not so much a, a negotiating that's that's a bullshit that's not negotiating negotiating is you know i see i see where you're coming from here that's completely unreasonable you know and here are the reasons why and we can go from here you know being a petulant child and being like will you take 20 million hmm. <laughs> no, will like, you take 20 million <clears throat> these guys walked away without walking away Right, they walked away while staying at the negotiating table. I, I, I guess it was a good move. I don't know, I, but it, like I, I find these high stakes conversations super interesting and, and keynotes too. Like I, I sometimes watch keynote speeches that have nothing to do with my interests, just because like oh here's a guy who's about to pitch why why this thing is important, 
and it i like to see when they're good at it so, yeah sometimes i'm surprised at how bad guys who who mm -hmm. are clear like who are representing big brands are at it because you should come out there and i should believe that you believe mm -hmm. and if i if i if i don't if I catch you stuttering on that fucking teleprompter that you're reading for some reason, because you should have memorized this shit, motherfucker. You should know this backwards and forwards. You sh someone should be able to interrupt you with a <laughs> off with an oddball question, and you should be able to segue from that question back into the river that is your pitch. You, Let me you just know take it so a sip well. of uh, Diet Coke. You know, <laughs> reading it off the front like you need. <laughs> yeah, I I find that stuff super interesting. Like, like, and, and I wish I was there for when Affleck managed to get what I imagine is about a quarter billion in budget. More un under more. his I thumb. Bet, yeah, I would. Be I would. I would guess three fifty. Okay. At yeah. least. Uh, and if you're talking about Justice League, maybe more. A quarter to a half billion, right? Yeah. With the potential for this to keep going for the next 10, 15 years, too, right? You know, Ben Affleck at 53 could be like, all right, Justice League 5, you know, let's do this thing. Yeah, people are always going to be buying tickets for these superhero movies, so you may as well just keep milking that cow. Like, I, well, that's the other thing. No, the Captain no America movie is, is making like, tons, of, uh, tons of money. It's, it's, it's going to make a ton more than the Batman movie did. Um so, so it's not looking great for DC. They're, you know, they they came out with their biggest punch they could muster, and they they just get they're just getting trounced by Marvel's B team, essentially. We, you know, yeah. if you look at if you look at um, Deadpool and Captain America, like they're that's not the best of the best. Was uh, I, I'm was doing Affleck, PKN. What's up? Was Affleck good in the Batman movie as an actor? You said you kind of like him as an actor. I just he he strikes me as someone who is a director but really wants to be in front of the camera too and i really he's huh. like i really liked uh the town but and i don't remember his name the dude from hurt locker jeremy Renner. he stole the show he was the best very good actor in that show by far and maybe it's just because he was so good but every time affleck was on screen it's like god this jenner janner whatever you said his name is he's so passionate and affleck came off as so flat like when they're having their like relationship ending fight of like oh you're not gonna stay in fucking southie or whatever and you know uh fucking just steal fucking old tvs with me anymore <laughs> and like and then he's just and then he's and then he's like uh you're no no nah, i'm fucking ben affleck and i i get lost in whatever accent i'm doing constantly that is his accent i really can't stand a guy it's who's not bad good. at accents he goes in and out but, but and it's, it's harder to do your own accent because you are gonna it's the only it accent i do i disagree with you here <laughs> i disagree so matt damon and ben affleck when they did goodwill hunting for mm -hmm. example you know <laughs> they wrote it uh they sold it and they acted in it um mm -hmm. you know i think their their bostonian accents are perfect now i don't live there but i've been there a couple three times I think they're from there, right? I, thought I was they under were. that impression. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just maybe, like, maybe I've met different people from Boston. It's just that the way they do it is so over the top. But because they're not representing the white trash of Boston, the the like South. Oh, what just happened? What happened? Yeah. Oh, oh, we just lost. Just turn your camera back on. We're all here. Yeah, yeah. Because they're doing anyway, they're, they're doing you know Even there's a difference between doing hunting. a Southern accent and doing like a you know like a hillbilly accent, and they're doing a hillbilly accent. Uh, you know the the the. the, mm -hmm. the yeah, that, but that's the a, South that, Boston version. Okay, I, you're convinced me. That's a good point. The, the only thing is, like, even in Goodwill Hunting, Ben Affleck, like, writing it with Matt Damon, awesome achievement. That movie's fucking great. But him as an actor in that movie, like, it, you, he's I not mean, memorable. That's 15 years ago, though. And he had his first thing. Yeah, that, I don't think it's fair to measure him by that. Most people thought that he did a good job in Batman, the recent Have one. Have you watched Gone Girl? Yes, I liked it a lot. Yeah, I think we, we watched, watched that as a group. We watched it as a group, yes. Oh, I didn't. 
I didn't care for that one as much. It Ooh, real thriller. Was, I liked it. Like, see, I like thrillers a lot, and I went into it knowing it would be like that. But I don't like thrillers where like the the intricacy of the bad guy or bad lady's plot is completely contingent on the person she's duping being beyond retarded and completely inept. Like, you're supposed to believe that whole movie that she has this just seamless scheme where just she's got everybody wrapped around her finger, but really it's just kind of a half-ass attempt, and she just happens to be dating someone who has no common sense and has no idea how to communicate with people in the midst of a crisis. Like, he, he couldn't handle every step of the way worse if you tried to rewrite the movie, which makes it more like this isn't her being, like, tricky and watching a real scheme play out. It's watching a, a dunce fall into traps over and over, you know? Mm, yeah. Should we restart this call or something? Do you guys yeah, have I any think, video? Yeah. No, I don't have any video. Let's see if can... restarting it works. Okay. So far, so good. We should be working. I hope yeah, so. Yeah, but you like recalled the group, so I, I I bet start talking right now and see if you're going right, to talk over me. I'm talking Three, over four, you, five, seeing seven, things eight, work. Nine, ten. Yep, yep. It's not working. It works yeah, for it has, Taylor and I, but Kyle shut down. All right, I'll do it the slow way. I'm sorry, Kyle, everyone. Man. I tried to. I rolled the dice, hoping we could do a shorter interruption. All right. So if you don't know what happens with us in Skype, for some reason, is that um, if we don't call people one at a time, then um, Here we are, and in widescreen. <laughs> so we'll see what happens when Taylor answers. And all right, I'm here. God. All right. All right. So, oh well, Taylor, you sound awful. I'm sorry. Oh no, that's better. Oh. All right, maybe so, it was just... Oh, go ahead. Maybe. I don't know. The other movie I watched last night was uh, He Never Lived. It's on Netflix, and it's got Henry It's got Henry Rollins in it, and uh, but he plays Cain, like Cain from the Bible, mm -hmm. but he's modern times, and he's been alive this whole fucking time. So, and, and he's, like, really, like, messed up from having lived so long. He, he's kind of... <laughs> <laughs> this sounds he, great. What's this called? I have to look it up. Ever lived. And he has a really hard time. He, he he almost seems autistic or something. Like he has a really hard time dealing with people. He has like like, she's like, "Where'd you get that cut on your hand?" He's like, "Um, what cut? The one on your hand." Uh, killing my brother. Uh, and I cut my hand. And uh, and he's just telling lies the whole time because he's covering up what what actually happened, which is like he randomly got attacked by some gangsters and they shot him. But he's Kane, so he heals super fast. He's like a superhero. And like, but he's so nonchalant about it because he's been alive for like six thousand years that like battle and killing people is just like boring to him, and and it's just like, it's like a bug is bothering him, and now I have to kill these three men. It's really good. Um, it's it's odd. It's really odd. Um, it's the movie's called Of All Time. Called He Never Died. He never died. Hmm. Taylor, um, I, I like it for you. That's interesting. On the subreddit, they asked if you could do Bible stories every week. And part of me was like, ah, I, I think it's a little like Cool Story Bro, where you've got like three great ones, three more okay ones, and then they run out. 
Ooh. I could bone up on some Bible knowledge and because I have like, like not to toot my own horn about right. Bronze Age tome, but <laughs> I do have a cursory knowledge of some of the stories in it. And so, like the thing about Job that I got wrong that I saw a couple comments. They're the like, uh, someone was like, "Yeah, but he got Job totally wrong. You forget that God gave him back double of everything that he had in the end, so it was okay." And it's like, are you shitting me? Like if Paris Hilton's plane crashed into my family's house while I was like filling up for gas and I came back home and everybody's burned and dead and Paris Hilton goes like what was your net worth before this and I'm like I don't know like let's say a million now that everyone's dead and she's like I'm gonna give you two are we cool like, and it's like no you can fuck right off you're going to prison you're going uh, to jail bitch you, you, like no and so that doesn't make it even so that's not a good point random comment imagine what you could do with double chimpanzee money Dear God. Double chimp. You can get four chimps. Yeah. <laughs> chimps at your next birthday party. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, that, that's going to that's be the thing for the big two six. Bunch of chimps. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, uh, come up with Bible stories that you know. And, like, what are some of your favorites, Kyle? We haven't done Noah. Um, I like the ones that don't reinforce you know the the idea of christianity i feel like the ones we've went on so far show like the hypocrisy of god and how like it and also like his cruelty at times and uh and and how he kind of can treat us like bugs in a in a in a uh, terrarium or something so i'd like to go with ones like that um you know uh the lion's den the good samaritan um yeah a lot of the stuff about jesus although oh, that, the story of elisha are you familiar think, with the story of elisha Remind me, please. The prophet? Okay, so... Uh, are you rubbing your face because you don't want me to tell me? a story? No, because my eyebrows itched. It really wasn't about oh. you at all. So, let me make sure I'm spelling it right. I think I got it. No, yeah, I feel like Elisha, I need to comb them. Elijah <laughs> was his trainer. So basically, back in the day, God had like an... He had a ton of people that followed him, but he had like an all-star team, too. Like a Globetrotters. And those were the prophets. Like, you could be top-notch God lover, but... If you don't got what it takes, I'm sorry, you're not playing on the team. Like you can, you're in the minor so, leagues. I think that's what it took. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Please. So you, I'm losing you, Kyle. Yeah, me too. Hmm. Now he's not talking. Carry on, Taylor. I think you're working no. okay. fine. All right. So Elijah, but I like I like Kyle's input because you know he learns more about the Bible. So Elisha <laughs> was. Uh, think of uh, Elijah as Alex Ovechkin right now. You know, he's he's the main guy for God. But Elijah, you know, he starts to get older, and eventually God's like, all right, we got a lot of great prospects coming up. So brings up <laughs> Elisha from the minor leagues, puts him right under Elijah, and is like, you're going to start learning. So we'll say that Elisha's like Kuznetsov. That, that maybe like seven of you got that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so. Elisha comes up, Elijah teaches them all of, Elijah teaches Elisha all of the ropes about God, says he loves it when you do this, don't do that, he's not a fan, every third Monday's late start, um, everything that you need to know about being on God's team. And Elisha, finally on his own, Elijah's dead and gone, brought up to heaven or whatever, mm -hmm. and Elisha's walking around, and he's going to a town because he feels that God is leading him to go talk to those people about his message. 
And as Elisha is walking, keep in mind, he's a guy who, this is before the age of Rogaine. He had gone bald ages ago and was very sensitive about it. Uh, so he was walking through the hills. This is true. That's, I didn't make that up. Um, he was walking through the hills, and a bunch of kids came out from the town as he was getting to the, to the, the town. Forty children, you know, just a bunch of ragamuffins, just ha 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 We have no shoes. We're just a bunch of little Jews hanging out, you know, living it up. Uh, and walking by, and they go, ha-ha, bald head, bald head, bald head, bald head. And, and they, they're just surrounding him, yelling at him, bald head. You know, apparently bald head was like the N-word back in the day because Elisha, he did not care for that one bit. And so he responded by looking at the children and thinking, these little fucks, like they're screaming at me. I'm on God's team. These guys are never even going to be fucking drafted, and they're making fun of the captain. And so he summons from the woods two mother bears, grizzlies, that maul and consume the 40 children. Yep. <laughs> and then he makes his way to the town. And, then, and, and uh, they don't really follow up about how the parents took it, but they <laughs> probably weren't happy. <laughs> that's, that's a real story. That, that, he went zero to 60 real quick. Yep. That's a true story. Yeah. Well, it's not a true story, but it's in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't do well in this Bible age of story. internet trolls. There'd be bears all over the place, just stomping, bears, breaking down doors. 40, imagine 42 children. Like, that's the whole village's offspring. Mm. Like, if there are 42 children of the same age, like, like that was all of them there were. That's a generation gone. <laughs> oh, did you, did you have farms? Oops. You know, Genocide. you better look for work in somewhere other than agriculture. <laughs> Mr. I can't read. You know, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was that was a real piece of shit move. About Saul and foreskins or something like that. I remember there was some sort of a foreskin story that was weird. About Saul. Yeah. Uh, so Saul, oh, he got circumcised late in life, because Saul became Paul. See, Saul was on the road to Damascus, and he was very, very adamant about this Jesus guy is a fucking dick. I don't like him. I don't like what he stands for, and the Pharisees and the Sadducees that are lining my my paycheck, my my little satchel with gold, you know, sequins or whatever they had, you know, I, they don't like it, and so I don't like it. And so Saul was just on his on his goat or whatever he was riding across on the fucking road, and he gets stopped by an angel of God. Long story short, angel makes him blind. Saul is not happy about it. Eventually, uh, another prophet comes up to Saul and is like, hey. I can get rid of these scales on your eyes, make you see again. You just kind of, you know, turn to God. And he's like, oh, fine, I'll be extorted, whatever. <laughs> and then he becomes God's biggest fan. There's a lot more in that story, but I wanted to, you know, save the, the meat and potatoes, uh, EKA. King Saul and David. Oh, King initially... Saul. King, yeah. Oh, yeah, different Saul. Well, this that's is Big Saul. Saul. New, I was talking about New Testament Saul. Big Saul. So Big Saul and David initially got on well, but but... Following David's military victories, Saul became envious of his popularity and so devised a plan to get rid of him. Saul offered his daughter... As you do. Well, I don't know how to pronounce that. M-I-C-H-A-L. To David, asking for a large number of... And now my Skype crashed. Wow. Maybe that's the issue that we had had with this awful this all leaves me very concerned 
Bible stories interrupted two weeks in a row. And I'll have you know, I did like testing and stuff uh, ahead of time to make sure that this wouldn't happen. And yet it did. Hey, Kyle. Yes. Oh, you sound better. My Skype crashed. Oh, that's a shame. Are we still recording? Yes. Yeah, Yeah. I want to know, like, did he go kill 100 Philistines and then take their foreskins post-mortem? Or was he able to convince a few Philistines to just hand over their foreskins and, you know, keep their lives? Uh, I think that back in the day, they were kind of a kill-first, ask-questions-later bunch. And so they weren't going around asking about, you know, do you want this cosmetic change to your genitals? It was more like, that guy's not looking, stab him in the back of the neck and pull his pants down. And, and the thing is, based on my um, time spent browsing 4chan, people with foreskins are very attached to them. So I would Literally. think that, yeah, yeah. well, okay. <laughs> no, I, I would think that they'd not give them up freely. Fair enough. Although, if the choice were death, well, I mean, you know. They're very attached to them. They are they, they argue if, if fucking David, the guy who slew Goliath, comes around and he's like, yo, I need a hundred foreskins, ante up, you'd be like, ah, shit, where's the moil? You know? Where, 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 <laughs> where's, bring him up here. Anybody got any ice? I can numb this up a little bit. Anybody got any ice? <laughs> Sir, ice is quite... There's no ice. What Imagine... is this ice? Yeah, exactly. Like, cool like... water. Look at the witch. You know, <laughs> oh, he thinks it doesn't come in hot. You know? <laughs> yeah, that would be, a, that'd be a, a risky process back then, I would think, in that day and age, the, you know, getting circumcised. What about infections and stuff? I guess that maybe I... that's why the moil sucks the, the dick after <laughs> Afterwards, we found oh, yeah. all that all that he did that for. I think I don't think yeah, that was helpful. meant to teach you anything. I think it was meant to be like a dude. I fucking hate you so much. I you're not coming near my daughter ever unless you get like a wheelbarrow full of foreskins. You know how many that's gonna take? Good fucking luck, asshole. Head over to the Philistine camp. Oh, you want some men to go with you? Nah, you're going solo. You're not getting a sword either. You know, BYOS. <laughs> Fuck off. Like they. Then then David did it, and he had to honor his word, you know? And he even had to sit there and pretend to be happy with bags of severed foreskins in his really nice palace. (laughs) I think the moral of the story here is that a great leader does uh, keep his word, unlike low-energy Jeb, who has broken his mm. his his vow at the beginning of the uh, the, the, the I voting I think that process. is what God had in mind when He wrote the Bible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, this is going to be I a predict, valuable lesson come 2016. I predict, a, I predict Jeb is dead within a year to, to like a heart attack or an aneurysm or something like that. Um, some De- Jeb's not going to make it. I feel like this was hard on him. The, the, this process. I feel like Donald obviously obviously hurt his feelings badly and like uh, and, and like really. Jeb feels at least took a big chunk away from any political uh, future that he had or will have, uh, and, and they're definitely holding the bushes are holding it against Donald for it, sure. It's not that Jeb did anything in particular to deserve this, but I am no. happy that somebody in his position was knocked down a peg. Right? Jeb might be a fine guy. I don't know. He might have even made a good president. Who the hell knows? But he was a good governor in Florida, wasn't he? I don't even know. Did some good things there. I, I don't know. It's like an oxymoron. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man, just like, I, I, look, his dad was the president. His grandfather was a senator. His brother was the president. 
like enough it, is enough it, yeah it, your family you had your turn i'm sorry that the roulette didn't land on you first but someone else someone else gets to go in now it's sorry. not a monarchy dude you know like and i'm glad no. and trump even though trump comes from money right and, and i don't know how old the money gets with trump obviously his father was wealthy how far back does that go i'm not sure but um it, he does feel like I know. somehow the blue collar billionaire is that a thing uh, he does a really good job of conveying that. I know they're from Germany. I, I just read, I got the, I think that the last Time Magazine was just a, a Trump piece. The whole thing was, mm. I got it for the plane ride and I, I read most of it. It was, it was a real, it was like a biography on Trump. Um, and it was written from a pretty neutral uh, standpoint. I, I like when they start, when, when even the, the, when even liberal writers that I would think would be super anti-Trump have to admit his victories and they, and they, and they just say, hey, Everybody keeps saying he can't win, but all he does is win, and he wins when he's not supposed to, and he wins when they say it's impossible, and he wins with the people that, that, that everyone claims hate him. And so here are, here's a story about how he, you know, he came to be, and it started with like back in Germany, and I can't remember what the family business was in Germany. It was, some, it was one of those old-timey things, like they were in like like horse breeders, or, or like, yeah. yeah, they were horse breeders, or fucking yarn makers, or some cobblers. bullshit. Cobblers. Cobblers, yeah. you know, I don't recall. Um, they, they talked about how they tried to conceal their German ancestry, which I think that that was really popular. Uh, uh, or like 40s, German. 50s, uh, like t like teens after World War One. I. Okay. I think uh, German was the second most spoken language in the United States um, uh, prior to World War One, and there were tons of Germans here. But after World War One, that you know they, they uh, that took on a negative connotation. Yeah, they switched you, you, over to English pretty quick. Yeah, you, you you didn't want to speak German. You didn't want to have a German name. So a lot of those German names got turned into something else, and then a lot you know, of Gunters. Is that when Trump became Trump? Or whatever? Yes, I believe so. So, so I mean, it's it's not like they were trying to like, hey, this'll, this will Trump's Trump really rolls off the tongue. We'll sell a lot of wagon wheels if we become them. It was like shit. I don't want any hate crimes done against me. I'm a fucking American. Yeah. That, it's I like if, you, with... if like one of you had the last name like Hitler. <laughs> like you would just have to be like, all right, you know, I'm real sorry, mom and dad, that I can't carry on the Hitler name, but I honestly, come on. Like, have you ever seen the graph of the popularity of the name Adolf yeah. up until a point? A it goes, boom. <laughs> it goes from like fifty, you know, five hundred a well, year to zero or something that, like that. John Oliver hit piece on Trump. Um, no, I like John Oliver a little. Um, but that yeah, thing was just total horseshit. Yep. Like they they ripped on him in a bunch of ways, and none of them were really fact based. And no, the whole it's thing all feelings. ended it's all, with he, like all he does is beg the question. Yeah, yeah, and and, and people are going to watch this and be like, "No, that piece was great." What are you wrong? Watch it again. Watch it again, and and I think as you go through it, you'll be like, a lot of this is like opinion, opinion. A lot of it just asking a question, and it ends with literally like shiny, flashy Vegas lights saying "Make Donald Trump again," yeah. as if like that's a no. There's and there's... it doesn't stick because nothing sticks to Trump because he because what <laughs> that... Trump has been doing for thirty years is making sure that you know he's fucking Trump. You couldn't have gone against a bigger shield. Like it, it's like just Trump <laughs> is standing there and he's got a giant perfect adamantium vibranium <laughs> shield and on the front it says Trump. And he was like, "Let's hit him right in the shield. That'll do the trick." Yeah, and now they're shooting spitballs at him. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's absurd. If you're going to go after anything about Trump, you certainly don't go after Trump brand I, I because like he's he, got that oh, rock yeah. solid. Attack like, his to policies. Add to your, uh, John Oliver thing. Like he 
I wouldn't mind if it because a lot of the things that like Cold Bear would do or the Daily Show would do would be like they'd really tear into a really conservative guy like Trump or whatever, and they make it like pretty apparent, like at least Colbert, that it's he's joking. Like he's got some points in there that are real points, but the overarching theme is like I'm making you laugh. I'm an entertainer. Mm-hmm. John Oliver is just preachy. It's like you're not making me laugh. You're begging the question. And you act like you've had this substance crammed video that everybody was working so hard to like, man, the perfect silver bullet for Trump. And it's like, no, you really just tried to sensationalize a non-story and beg the question uh, and make weird comparisons. He talks like, down to his audience and sometimes and that, that works. He condescends to them. And sometimes that's a good thing because sometimes he hits on topics that are that just aren't getting any media attention but they're mm-hmm. terrible you know some some awful mis uh misjustice is happening to this group of people and no one cares and why aren't you people looking at this we're all mm-hmm. terrible for not caring about this shame on us all let's do something but when you but you can't recreate that every week and unfortunately mm-hmm. that's the theme of his show and so sometimes goes, you get duds and that's what happened with the trump yeah, i was watching the late like, late I, I show I watched like a couple. Uh, sorry, go ahead, Woody. I, they were talking about how normally gaffes just completely sink a presidential campaign, and he had the greatest line. He's like, "But not the Trump campaign, which seems to be running on gasoline." And then yeah. he goes through <laughs> this like montage of things that probably would have sunk a different politician, but somehow, like, okay, my daughter might say something there, do something that's wrong, you know, and and then she doubles down, and everyone's like, "Hey." What the hell? Why'd you double down on that? That was your chance to apologize, learn. You know, learn from this. You know, because you were wrong in the first place and now you're sticking to it. Like, don't do that. Uh, Trump, on the other hand, when he does that, somehow pulls it off magically, right? Somehow, like, Trump, like, you know, like, I I could shoot a guy in the street and they'd still all support me. Can you believe he said that? Yeah, I bet Bernie would work too. And you're like, oh, well. I guess that's that then, you know, and he runs on gasoline and it doesn't hurt him at all. And I, I thought for a long time that it eventually would. And I've lost faith in that notion. No. And now I, every poll I see, although like you got to be careful about the polls that you, that you look yeah. at and you got to read all the, the fine print too. On the Donald. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you got to read the fine print as well and see like, is this an, I hate the national poll because it's, it's, it's an irrelevant poll to mm-hmm. like see what the popular vote of the entire country says because we don't go by that. So what's the fucking point? Of, you know, it, so it, if it, you're voting for a losing contender, you can kind of cling to like some meaningless That's what Bernie supporters love to do. And be like, they they hey, love to say, this. look. Everybody's like, nobody gives a shit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, cares. they threw it up the matchup between Sanders and Trump, Sanders and whoever, and, and Sanders is the, the strongest candidate, yeah. but Sanders doesn't Sanders have enough delegates because yet. of the way the Democrat system is set up. And so, so what are you going to do? Now, if it, it's easy to say, hey, if you take all of the superdelegates from Hillary and, and hand them to Bernie, all of a sudden the positions are virtually reversed, yeah. but Hil- they want Hillary to be their candidate. It is, though, right? It's 500 no, and something. If you give them no, all like, the she's only leading she by like wins. 220 or something like that I, if, if you take out the superdelegates. I need to check the numbers, but in my head, I she's winning too. by like 300 and she's then 500 by- more superdelegates. So if you switch the 500, now instead of her leading by 800, she's, leading, she's losing by 200. Yeah. If you now, completely change the results, you no, can no, that's get not it true. So it's Kinda. You don't have to change the results. You, so the point of those superdelegates is to you know, represent the party and the people at the same time. 
if, for example, Hillary Clinton, let's just let's not talk about her indictment anymore because it, it that is looming though that could happen anytime. If that happened, or let's say she had a brain aneurysm, or you know mm. if something happened, she can't go forward. Then Trump is those superdelegates are going to go right to to. Oh yeah, then, then Trump's president. The, the superdelegates <laughs> would have, would of course jump on the, uh, the the Bernie Sanders thing. I dude, I want I, dude, I want Trump to be the president. I know you I think, do. I think it's like. 50-50. It's the thing a about the superdelegates is while I admit that they're overwhelmingly for Hillary, and I think it's because of some dirty payoff, right? longtime friendship establishment reason, even if the delegates were evenly aligned with the voter base, she still wins. Like, she, she got more wins. votes. Yes. She got yeah. more superdelegates. More she... people want her. Yeah. That's just as simple I'm as I'm not it one is. of more them, I think. You know, like, I do have to choose between these two. But um, and the only reason Bernie's fine is because, like, he hasn't been put on the mainstream media. Like people will say, oh, you know, Bernie's this far behind, and he hasn't even gotten a chance on the on the big stage yet. It's like, yeah, as soon as he steps foot on that big stage, Trump is gonna label him a commie apologist, Soviet lover, uh, show like his uh, praising the bread lines in the Soviet Union or whatever, or talking about those like things like that. He that's literally not, did that's that. Not a, that's not a trifling joke. That's like. That'll destroy you. It's like you He'll show, hey, this guy, he really likes the Soviet Union. He's kind of a commie. That, I think that's Trump all he has to pick, say. I think Trump is going to pick uh, somebody with some military experience for his VP. That'd be perfect going up against it. Like, like you got one guy who's a fucking nom vet who's like a fucking hero or something, Colonel whoever the hell, and then you got this conscientious uh, Jewish socialist uh, conscientious objector who's Jewish and socialist. It's just not going to play nationally, and I don't mean that to be anti-Semitic or anything. But I'm just stating the facts. Like there, yeah. it's not going to play. It's not going to play. Although be... you wouldn't think that a six foot three tall big bird who who who's, <laughs> who's really most famous for his a building he named after himself and uh, and you know his reality shows would be the the, the star of this whole thing. But he big is. Bird, you don't see him as a snuffleupagus type character with that coloring. You know, I don't mind the spray tan. I, I, I really don't. I think no, it looks I don't good mind on it. It's almost natural because it's been so long that I've seen him like that. <laughs> if I saw him with like a normal amount of melanin in his skin, I'd be like, "Who is? Who's that guy? What are you trying to pull?" I know, I know Trump. I know he looks like a bronze statue. Or like I wish a, a go up there. Finished wood. <laughs> I want I would love a job working for Lacquered. Trump, and and I don't want any pay. I just want to write little court little quips that that he could just throw at somebody at any point. Like I feel like um, what's the the lady who was um the Michelle Warren guy, uh, lady. Who 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 he's going after now? Uh, Hillary's friend who uh, pretended like she was Cherokee to get all that free education and everything. Oh, Elizabeth and what? Warren? Elizabeth she Warren. Lied. Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, she pretended like she was a Cherokee Indian. She's okay. totally white. Hold I on a like second. I, I think I, I the tr many people would would say the truth is she's one thirty second Cherokee. Now, no, 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 no. That those are white girl facts, and every white I, girl in, I've ever met is at least one thirty second Cherokee. <laughs> I haven't seen you proof that she's one one thousandth Cherokee yet. I'm pretty sure she's zero, and she lied. And um, at some point, isn't no, that fraction too small? I see. It, now, it, I've seen the Donald subreddit try to discredit like the genealogy firm that said she was one thirty second. I, I don't know what the truth is. I want a genetic test. Or, or no, she had one. But here's what Trump needs to go out there and he, he, he say. Apparently, we've got an in, we've got a Cherokee Indian in our midst. I believe her. She had an ancestor. He needs to say something about the fact he's like, I'm darker than her. Look, <laughs> I'm closer to being an Indian than her. Look at her. look at me and look at Chief Spreading Bull. Which one of us is the Indian here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to see more of that. I want to see lots of. Uh, I love that he's going after Hillary and Bill with the same with with the. He I, he made a mistake. 
right? He called her Crooked Hillary, and that's what they went with. It should have been Crooked Clinton. He could have hit them both. They could have been the Crooked Clintons. It's better, don't you think? I do think that. But I think that Hillary, it, I don't know. He, he, that's his thing, right? Hillary's the most and, and sometimes it sticks and sometimes it doesn't. But low energy stuck to Jeb Bush mm. like a play. Little Marco? Little Marco is, I mean, if, if Marco might be president in uh, eight years from now or something like that, or, or 12 even, I'll still think of him as Little Marco. He's probably not even that short. I wonder if <laughs> but he and he kind of towered over Lion him, so, Ted? Yeah. Lion Ted for sure stuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's uh, I, I like see I, I love his strategy. I love seeing how he, he <laughs> he's playing this game his own way. Like he learned a, it in fourth grade. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he learned it in business school. He had to because he's branding the competition as as inferior. He's like like he's treating Hillary Clinton like she's a, a competing brand of washer and dryers. Oh, wait, can Let's I talk about how, how the best thing their own game. is they tried to brand him and they made him dangerous Donald. <laughs> Cannon. Now I imagine him on the cover of Lethal Weapon, like, yeah. <laughs> Who do you call when the shit hits the fan? The loose cannon, Donald Trump. Like, <laughs> Dude, like, there's all these memes online of him being dangerous, and it, he's there like driving a golf cart with one hand. They're like, oh my god, dangerous Donald. Golf you know? in a suit without the proper attire. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the. The meme game and the branding game and stuff, that is going to Donald, uh, overwhelmingly. I, 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 I don't know the, if it matters. Donald subreddit, and I can't really figure out what's happening there. Like, is it, are people circle jerking over Donald Trump, or do these, or do they all really, really like Donald Trump, or is it kind of like there's a mix, uh-uh. or I, I don't know. All right, so, so everybody there loves Donald Trump. There are people there who love so, so for one thing, it's karma heaven, from what I understand. Yes. If, oh if you're a good maker or a good, even just like uh, a gift maker or something like that, you can go in there and make ten thousand karma in a few days or something. Oh, the like. possibilities. Yeah, <laughs> I don't care about such things. I, you know, may, not you and I, but there are people who are just doing that. That I think that's some of the more talented, creative individuals, perhaps. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, they all are big Donald Trump supporters. They hate anybody who's anti-Donald Trump. And, and uh, they, they're latching on to him for the same reasons, you know, every the, the world is. You know, it's, it's different reasons. But some I, like he's a straight shooter. Some like thinks he, he represents them. Some thinks that he's the silver bullet that can take down a politician. And who cares if he's weird? But I, so I read the comments on these things a lot. And I appreciate that. So Reddit is liberal, right? And a lot of these guys are like me. Like, I, I guess you'd call me liberal over the last six years or whatever. And, um, but then Donald comes along and you're like, all right, I'm, I'm looking at this guy, right? I'm looking at him. Let's check him out. And he says stuff like, you know what? We're going to get rid of all the bad parts of Obamacare. And we're going to keep all the good stuff. It's going to be great. We're going to get rid of Obamacare, but, but keep the things that we like. And you're like, what kind of fucking plan is that? So then he announced his plan. And... You know, there's the, the, the forever quandary, right? If you don't force people to buy health insurance, then pre-existing condition have to come back as a thing. You can deny people for pre-existing conditions. Otherwise, you just buy health insurance after you get sick. You know, that's that's what you do. And um, and he, he hasn't solved this. He's like, you don't have to buy insurance anymore. Let's not mention pre-existing conditions. Um, it, insurance is deductible, which is a great thing. But his plan was just, it was shit. It wasn't thought through. It's a politician's, like, you get everything and lose nothing, pandering bunch of horseshit. And in the comments, people were having a real discussion about it. Like, you know, this actually doesn't work. 
You know, oh, you're going to deny health insurance to Mexicans? In the, or, the mean, Donald, you mean? In yeah, Reddit, in the subreddit. Post- yeah, I, they're, they're also like, if you want to call it liberal and educated, you know, about some of the horseshit that he spews. And I appreciate that. Like, I'm willing to give this guy a look. <clears throat> but when he details a plan that's horseshit, then, you know, at least everyone should recognize it as such. Yeah, I saw you posting over there in the wild. I was just, I was, I was, getting, I was reading through the comments. Well, I, I was looking karma, at the... Baby. I was looking at the the, uh, the health plan as well. Um, you're absolutely right. You know it. We don't need to beat that dead horse again. Yeah, yeah, but that's yeah. the problem I with healthcare and 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 ERs and how we provide medical service. That is the problem. Um, yeah, and and but you got Doctor Ben Carson. You know, heading it, a, a committee over there. He'll, I'm sure he'll work it out. Here's Sleepy the frustrating thing. I, I wish that the this is the pitch they made around it. They should be like, you have to buy health insurance because it's a matter of personal responsibility. Right. If you want to just ride free and then have the rest of the country bail you out when you come down with cancer and didn't supply yourself with health insurance all this time, then then you're not a responsible person. You know, and, and I feel like the sense of personal responsibility would go over well with Republicans who are huge on that. You know, I thought but their response I, would be like, they'd be like, <laughs> well, so it's my personal responsibility to be subsidizing the decisions of everybody else who's lower in society and, you know, smoking a bunch of cigarettes. Well, and, so the alternative would be a healthcare savings account, right? Where you, if you have a balance of 50K yep. or more, then you right. don't have to be part of that you system. You have been reading my posts. Yeah. <laughs> that, that would be nice. Yeah, yeah. but no, I, I was saying that too. Like, hey, you don't need to buy health insurance if you have a, a savings, a health savings account, HSA, with, I don't know what appropriate balance would be, but I said 50K. And uh, yeah, so that way I, you, I'm pretty sure I feel sure like that... 25 would be the, the t- 25 will handle most ER trips. It, you know, if not you have a car accident, and, yeah, not the big ones. Now that that's traumatic injury coverage, but if you go into the ER with a broken arm and you need 15 stitches, 25 will get you out of there and back home and medicated. Um, yeah, probably. Yeah. God, that's so. Strange. And it should anyway. It should. <laughs> right? Like, like, like. There's been like. Think about Ooh. what's actually being provided to you. Like, like. Shit. I'll go get a bag of saline and a suture kit and yeah. like deal with the pain. You bring I'll your own supplies. Grand. One of the things. <laughs> no, Trump, no, no. I got mine. Trump advocated I that I really, really, really like in his plan is transparency in pricing. Like, if you go to the hospital, like I, I feel like that you never make any decisions. You just no. you just informed of what the decision would are. you like uh, would you like the the fifteen dollar q tip sir or would you like the twenty five dollar q tip as you can see it's got a comfort <laughs> grip here for like, yeah. like what the fuck yeah, i don't dude. need any q tips I, I, I got one in my purse here like hang i on. feel like i'd have a duffel bag filled with like ibuprofen q tips and some sterile gauzes you know no take it from me right the whole thing costs thirty dollars to stock and it will save you, you thirty thousand if, if they'll need charge be. you a stocking fee for taking your stuff and putting <laughs> it into their registry and then sell it to you <laughs> but but the point is he's he wants to have transparency in pricing and i love yeah. that because because, like, um, I forget. I, I don't know if we know how much Colin's foot cost yet. But you know, they don't want to cover the X-ray. Like, they're mm-hmm. like the they, they're trying to they're saying they don't cover X, the X-ray. It's like he took an axe to the foot. He, by the way, broke a bone. It was a chip. You don't do anything with it. But he chipped his bone with an axe. This warrants X-ray, right? Yeah. Right? Maybe. And okay. um, uh, they, they don't want to cover it. I, I don't understand. And That's uh, yeah. But uh, I remember my wife had a kidney stone like two years ago, and, and that ended up being some really high, like $28,000 for a half a day in an ER. 
and um, they just took some pictures and gave her a drug called Flomax or something. Yeah, my uh, my parents have talked about that before. Yeah, that it that expands your urethra. They use that for uh, to treat enlarged prostate as well. My okay. uh, my dad and my mom have often talked about <clears throat> how much, but the insurance that my mother gets from uh, through being a teacher mm -hmm. has paid off just incredible dividends because my mother has had two like serious operations to remove a tumor and then uh, and then something else I don't recall and then my dad has had like a serious like back surgery uh, and uh, and what else it's a litany of things like like nothing crazy but mm -hmm. but oh. hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of stuff yeah. like kidney like stones not million. crazy and, and yeah. yet it costs like 28 it's, grand yeah like yeah do you know how His long it would take a normal person to pay off 28 grand like like people work for four years and chip 28 grand away on their on their mortgage he had an like, $80,000 surgery uh about 18 years ago I guess mm -hmm. I was pretty young yeah yeah 18 years ago $80,000 18 year ago money you know what I mean like 80,000 now is a shitload of money 80,000 almost 20 years ago was an even larger amount of money about that same amount of time three quarter or, yeah three quarters of a million on my hand it, I had that car accident you can still see this scar kind of here and there was a tumor that grew inside of a nerve and I had to go to this special surgeon and it was really expensive I, I, I feel like my auto insurance which covered it will I'll forever be in the black like I'll never pay out three quarters of a million in, in auto insurance so no. I'm you on the side I'm a taker <laughs> on this right I feel like it, it lots of the insurance you and, won the insurance and taxes and stuff but I'm one of the few people that received more from insurance companies and they paid out yeah, my dad's on that on the hand too because he had one of his buildings get struck by lightning and burned down once, so that paid out like six figures something or another. So yeah, in, in the insurance game, um, we, we're definitely on top. I but Nicely you talk played. about the transparency <laughs> and pricing. Like uh -huh. I remember when Scott had uh, cut his leg when we were filming, and I'm standing there watching them suture him up and everything. And I this is on me, you know, because mm -hmm. I'm the I, he's working for me. There is some FPS rush insurance, I guess, and it's me, you know, just getting out my wallet. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm just watching, and I'm thinking, like, I'd love some price tags here, Doc. Like, like, oh, he's asking, would you like? Do you need some more of this, some more of that? Like, and I'm thinking, like, is each little like C is he charging me per CC of this uh, of this medication? Saline. Because if so, he only needs yep. seven CCs. Yeah. Like, he doesn't need any. He's a tough guy. Look at him. Yeah. You see all his tattoos? He didn't flinch. We got he pierced his own house. dick yeah. when he was 15. <laughs> right. I don't give a shit. Like, like, I, 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 I said Jim to the He's car. I got it. I got it. I no, no, no. This is $13. I don't care if he thins his blood. I'm not fucking paying. I imagine the know? doctor like, do you want some, do you want some uh, painkillers? You want some, we could inject before the sutures? I'm like, no. This motherfucker pierced his own nipples and <laughs> dick when he was 15 years old. He Just don't inject him no with a little bit of white wine. You know? <laughs> Settle them down a bit. <laughs> uh, dude, did you? The... I watched a movie or a documentary called Prescription Thugs. Have you guys seen this? Mm -hmm. I think I've seen bits of it. Um, it's oh on Netflix, right? Gosh. Or it it's is. on my TV a lot. I see it a lot. Prescription Thru Thugs is on Netflix right now. And they talk about like America's addiction to all these like happy pills. And it especially focused on the, the pharmaceutical painkillers like oxycodone, oxy cotton and i don't i don't really know them that well vicodin i think is one lower tabs yeah and uh any good eminem song will remind you dude it really painted to be a giant problem and so because i don't have anyone in my life who has these issues it's like is this really a thing or is it just like a couple hillbillies taking oxycodone 
and uh both <laughs> it's a thing yeah it's apparently it's a thing and um uh, what was I going to say? Oh, they average. So these um, things like heroin and oxycodone and whatever else, oxycontin, apparently they give you constipation. So they bought Super Bowl ads for like, like, hey, you know, do you have, um, I-, I forget what they called it, but like barbiturate base incontinence? Well, here's a drug for you. And it's like, whoa, this is a popular enough thing that they bought a Super Bowl ad to deal with your oxycodone constipation? Um, wow. Yeah, that's a, that that's that's ridiculous. I, I can't see getting into it. So like, have you ever my, taken one? You have, right? Yeah, yeah. I've definitely taken them, and, and like, um, not recreationally ever though. Like, I've been prescribed them, or like maybe my, you know, there there were some at the house. You know, there's some leftover or something, and like yeah. you've got a lot of pain for for whatever. My uh, my back was hurting uh, the other day, and my driver gave me half a pill, and I don't even remember what it was. I didn't recognize the name. Uh, but he said that it was for his back, and he, he. I was like, "How much do you take?" He was smaller than me. He was like, "I take a whole one, but it's a bit much." So I was like, "Well, break that motherfucker in half." And my back was killing me from the the airplane ride. I've got some sort of an old injury in my back from childhood that's never even been looked at. So who knows? Mm-hmm. But sitting with my knees elevated above my waist for a long period of time really makes it bad. And it, I'm not gonna cry, but I'm very uncomfortable when it's going on. And uh, that thing just fucking like that. I was like, shit, the pain is gone. I'm not loopy. I'm not woozy. Like, I don't feel like I've had half a beer or whatever normal effects I might get from from a pain pill. But they definitely have their place. But, yeah, the abuse is terrible. I am. Um, there's shit. I'm going to get it wrong. There's one that starts with a B that helped me with back pain. Remember I told the story of, you know, yeah, my back was hurt. Was it a benzodiazepine? Said, I, I remember it being two thing. syllables. And I think it was comparable to ibuprofen, but much stronger. Not helping? No. Shocked. Oh, you're talking about like a specific drug? A benzodiazepine is just a kind of drug. Oh. Um, anyway, yeah, uh, yeah, apparently it's like an anti-inflammatory that helped me out. And it's not addictive. Because that stuff's a little scary to me. I, I, God, I've had so many hours on the internet that I've told all my stories. But the, the time I had my whiz in 2000, I kind of... I wanted to be loopy again. Like I was loopy for three weeks, and then when I wasn't, it was like, I want to be loopy. Yeah, yeah. this sucks. <laughs> like it, I just like I, I prefer that other state. And if I had, yeah. you know, like the money and the access, like a Brett Favre did or something, then I could imagine a version of me being like, all right, hook me up again. You know, all I got to do is ask, and there's a team there like trying to get me more of it. I, I can see why people do that. I so, don't feel like it's as like. Uh, seen in as bad a light as other drugs by society, where like it it's like, oh, ones. you know, Mrs. Stevenson has taken Percocet every day. It's like, ah, well, you know, at least she's not on meth or something. Like it's the, easier to rationalize. It's like, well, a doctor gave it to her; he wouldn't give her too much. Like the prescription thugs really remove the line to me. They're like, oh yeah, heroin and oxycodone and oxycotton, they're all in the same family from the same plant, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And um the if I poppy hear, plant. If I hear someone's a heroin addict, like Taylor said, I really think of them in a different light than like an oxycotton guy. And um they just didn't seem to de- like and then I thought I think you should though X Jaws said that did, yeah. cocaine yeah, you, you was that. not as um like powerful as Adderall was. Now I don't know if he's comparing dosage to dosage or whatever. Well, see, the problem with that is the potency of the cocaine. Like, like I doubt. So, so Extras was perfectly able to get his hands on the best of the best Adderall. I guarantee it. But who knows what kind of cocaine he's getting his hands on? You know what I mean? Like they mm-hmm. cut that that shit 
time yeah, and time again as a crystal light and flower and a little a baby laxative shitty mexican coke or something you that's know? possible i didn't consider that but the prescription thugs if you watch it and it has the same impact on you that it did me you'll come out of it thinking like dude like there's a really kind of blurry fine line between what a doctor gives you and what you buy on the streets like yeah. all this stuff is dangerous adderall and requires, is an amphetamine uh, I mean, on. on my bottle of Adderall, it says amphetamine salts. Like, it's it's straight up like Blitzkrieg war amphetamines, although I'm sure that what they had was probably a little rougher and a little <laughs> more powerful for you. I, yeah. I just, I don't know. It, it, it makes you think, and, and I'm like, wow, all this prescription drug stuff is crazy. That stuff's and, bad. I was prescribed and, that prednisone for a while, which is a steroid for inflammation. It fucked me up in like three or four different ways. I felt like it made, it made me like put on water weight and like oh, low energy. So low energy, um, fucking sleepy. Just, just it was terrible. When, I hated it. When yeah, I worked at Cisco in IT, I kind of I was went, on it for a while. So in this area, because it's Research Triangle Park, and they changed the zoning, do all these favorable things for tech companies, and that means that not only is like Cisco and IBM here, but Pfizer and Merck and all these like big pharma companies are here too, and this, they're the, the other major job provider. And I used to think to myself like, man, I wish I was at Pfizer. You know, as, as great as this, my Cisco job is, and then they treated me well and fairly and whatever, like there would be some satisfaction in working on some life-saving drugs. Or even <laughs> if they were just like the cure to warts or something, at least there's more satisfaction in that. Than Genital warts? Any wart, I don't know, but like, you know, just, just, just something. Me something. busting my ass to make sure that when Taylor calls in, he gets like an available call rep in less than 30 seconds. This is only so rewarding, right? Like, yeah, you're that, not like, yes, that guy was, he went from mildly satisfied to moderate. <laughs> you know, like, only somewhat dissatisfied. Guys, come over here. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Over from complete. <laughs> yeah, that, that was the sort of thing I like. All right, you know, this order status page, it didn't used to be that you could click on the tracking number and it took you right to FedEx, but I wrote the thing that could figure out whose tracking number that was and then just link to the right one. That was me. It's good, but I'm not fixing the world. Um, so I used to be like, maybe I should get a job at like Merck or Pfizer or whoever. And now I don't feel that way anymore. I don't think Merck is in the business of really helping people. They're in the business of treating, of selling drugs. Mm -hmm. They're responsible well, to mean, their it's shareholders. It's just like any giant corporation like that. It's so multifaceted. Like the guy who's down there in the lab or whatever might have a real fucking passion trying to be like, all right, we're going to figure this out and this is going to be able to, you know, fix HIV even if it's already transitioning into AIDS or whatever mm -hmm. and he's working his ass off like that dude doesn't get any input when sales and marketing steps in and is like alright this is great how much does it cost to make uh, well I mean the first this is something that's misleading like that Martin Shkreli thing that I read they say they'll say something like this pill only costs a dollar to make it's like yeah the second pill takes a dollar to make that the first, first pill probably cost $180 million to make because it was so much fucking research. So it's not like they just, you know, hit a home run in the first try. But anyway, that particular that, like, that pill, I think, was 17 or 18 years old, though. I, I'm just saying that as yeah. far as pharmaceuticals, like that argument of like, this thing costs like 30 cents to make, like it doesn't take into account all of the R&D right. that's super intensive with hundreds of people who are no slouches. It's not like, all right, get in a bunch, bring a bunch of gardeners in here to start looking I've around for I've been donating money for that AIDS and cancer research since I was a child, though. Like, I feel like I should get a discount. On AIDS? 
For for AIDS and cancer, yes. You can have them for free, Kyle. I <laughs> well, maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> All you need is no Trojans. <laughs> so so Taylor, your uh, your your mother-in-law to be uh, is staying over there. Uh, not anymore. No, she's gone. No. Mm-hmm. How yeah, was that? It was fine. Yeah, we ended up uh, going to a cards game and a blues game and out to eat. It was, it was fine. It wasn't bad at all. Hmm. So you Wait, have is, it... is, is that prospect like? So sound when she awful stayed, I get along with her well. So so I, I'm just trying to check because like different parents' relationships with their daughters are different, like and, and their expectations and such. When she slept over, what was the sleeping arrangements? What, where was everyone sleeping while while she was there? Uh, she slept on our couch, and uh, Melissa and I slept in bed in our bed. Okay, all right. See that? See that's a question. So you never know. Maybe it's a very traditional thing, and and like Melissa needs to like pretend like she you know lives in a different bedroom or something. I don't know. Yeah, we had to quickly get out. Like, oh my God, your bonnet? Where is it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> you guys so, are Midwestern. <laughs> we <laughs> we kind of like it wasn't acknowledged that Jackie was anything but a virgin until our wedding night. You know? Really? It, yeah. That like it, it just like I think it was kind of known. I mean, like she spent a couple summers with me and 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 you know when, when I had my own apartment and she visited every weekend, uh did you think you know that was a one bedroom like apartment, right? Like um but but yeah, there was no like acknowledgement that 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 could have been wasn't out open it, it was there was de- plausible deniability for everyone and there that lets was. everyone be comfortable mm-hmm just like uh hmm, what was we were talking about something like this the other day oh yeah yeah it was the um the adultery thing adultery thing how how the polite way to cheat on your wife is so that you know you're not out on the town with some harlot you're just kind of like go into another state or maybe you've got a second family in another state but <laughs> You know, you got your. But as far as your mistress goes, she's in another city or something like that. That way, it's all on the up and up. Yeah, you're not you're not parading your mistress around. The Clinton town. way, as they call it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think they call it the Clinton maneuver. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm not. I want to play some. Uh, so I've been playing a bunch of uh, Company of Heroes. I've been playing with some of the fans, and uh, I've been playing a bunch of the uh, against the AI. I think I'm polishing my skills up nicely. I definitely got Chiz beaten. I can handle Chiz at any rate. Um, it's funny, Chiz never likes the games that he's not good at. He's he's all about StarCraft, which nobody else really wants to go play. He's like, well, I guess I could play some StarCraft too. That game's just so much more rewarding. And I'm just like, yeah, because you can't fucking win co- Company of Heroes. We burn yeah. your we burn your fields. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chiz is good at games. I can't throw. He is. There. So it's so nice to finally mm-hmm. find one or two that that, that I'm know, better at him, man. And we don't hang out with him anymore. But Lefty was perhaps better than Chiz at games. Lefty at some games he was and Lefty knew that he was he, he I think he had a bit of a, pri- a bit of pride in his uh gamesmanship mm. and uh I remember him getting a little frustrated at times when when games wouldn't go well. So yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. the thing about worms, man. Like I I swear if you take the best worms player ever to grace this planet and face him up against me, I might win like ten percent because shit happens in worms. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely do that. Yeah, like worms is a bit of a crapshoot. Sometimes they're just. We were playing on on like beginner mode, so uh-huh. like all the newbie toys and silliness are unlocked, and so you can blow up a quarter of the map at a time. One player can, and when you do that, it's a chain reaction of Rube Goldberg machines of water drowning people mm-hmm. and 
and barrels blowing people into the water around the map. So it's, it's like a real crap Like you meant to do some of that, <laughs> but put a lot of those wonderful things. You ever, ever hit a play pool and just hit it real fucking hard? It's like that. You don't know where the balls are going, but they're going. Dude, there was a cue ball, a pile of balls, and then a corner pocket. Was I aiming for the corner pocket? Generally. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm really digging the company of heroes. I think it would be more up your alley than some of the other games we've played, Me? Woody. Because oh. yeah, because um, no economy. The, it, there's, there's no so economy. much less micromanagement than Age of Mythology. Way yeah. less. Hmm. This game is um, is closer to a third person shooter than it is to a traditional RTS. I feel like because like that game that we were playing, uh, Age of Mythology. You know, you, you, you build a precise number of workers in a timely fashion and assign them to mining gold slash wood slash food. And it's it's a very precise economy that you have to keep balanced. More for, of a balancing act. For an hour, you have to keep it perfectly balanced and tuned. You know, imagine adjusting gauges and tinkering with knobs. That's what you have to do. Um, and it's on the fly constantly. But with Company of Heroes, um, you get resources by capturing domination flags, and the whole map is littered with them. And some of them give you fuel, some of them give you bullets, and some of them give you like victory points, like actual domination flags do. And you don't so even have to hang out at your base at all. You can just no. hang out where your guys are attacking, set all the waypoints there, and then just use that bottom right menu for everything. Yeah, you just build units and then fight them. And you, it, it's, it's more about how the paper, rock, scissors notion of heavy machine guns versus mortars versus infantry. And, uh, and, and like uh, designing good attacks and good defensive strategies and fighting for map position. I'm really digging it. Check out that link. Yeah, I'm clicking. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's good. That's funny. Who, who's, uh, who, who's was this on? Uh, oh, that's on Monday's video. Okay. Yeah, so on Monday's video, I split some wood and stacked it. And I really have too much. It, it, basically, we bought some wood in bulk to save some money. And then we got a lot of free wood. And now I have too much. And those, are, those are, of course, I believe Greek archers, right? I, I don't know. Yes. I had to Google them. But, uh, so Sour Patch Adults wrote, uh, with all that wood, you should really start pumping out some Toxodes. Did I pronounce it right? Toxities. Toxities. Okay. So apparently they are something that takes advantage of wood in it's an archer. age yeah. of mythology. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, <laughs> they yeah. use wood to kill things, I guess. Very effective strategy. I think Sour likes to employ a three-town center Toxities rush scenario sometimes mm. and, and so. ah very ineffective ill-advised yeah <laughs> the archer rush <laughs> hey, can, yeah, hey, shoot that work. building down you know? <laughs> you're really just building more defenses for them as the the arrows land oh so <laughs> did you um i guess that's probably a show there i wanted to talk yeah. about game of thrones but but we're pretty Let's deep save, save it too yeah. yeah all right so that was painkiller nearly episode 91 Complete company of heroes with me.